Hello and welcome. My name is Father William Maestri, and this is another edition of Gabriel's Trumpet for Wednesday, March the 23rd of the third week of Lent. Our reading this morning comes to us by way of the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 4, verse 1, and then 5 through 9. Deuteronomy 4, verse 1, and then 5 through 9. In recent times, certainly in the last 12 months, and perhaps a little more than that, parents and grandparents have become increasingly aware of what is being taught to their children in school, especially in elementary school. Parents used to simply turn their children over to the school and the school would teach them. And uh, that was pretty much it. They'd look at the grades and comment from there, and so forth. And it was rather simple and easy. But as with so much of life today, uh, it's not easy or simple anymore. It involves involvement. Involves involvement, especially by parents. One of the main responsibility of parents, and increasingly by grandparents, is the education that is being uh, delivered to their children each and every day. And uh, parents are looking more and more at the subject matter that's being taught, and with good reason, and with very good reason. Many of our public schools are involved in so-called critical race theory, for example, uh, which is a very, very... uh, questionable, if not downright suspect and dangerous, for which much of this is being taught. Also, the question of much of so-called sex education and gender education that is being taught, if not indoctrinated, into our children in schools. And for parents who send their children to private and to uh, religious schools, Catholic schools, and the like, they themselves have to be aware and very, very concerned about what is being taught as the nourishment of the soul, the religious formation of children. Parents are, as the Second Vatican Council indicated, the primary educators of their children, and that the schools and religion teachers, they are auxiliary, They are helpers. They are extensions of the primary responsibility that lies with the family. But they themselves should not be and are not the primary religious educators and formation of their children's uh, religious development and religious formation. And it comes not simply with the idea of... uh, what is in books. Uh, It's also in terms of the home environment, the environment in which the child looks at the example set by parents. Do parents uh, attend church on Sunday? Uh, Do parents pray? Do parents bring up the lives of the saints? Once upon a time, uh, generations ago, uh, it was the family that prays together, stays together. And, par- and parents and children today, families, 
were so scattered with various uh, responsibilities and schedules, and life is so crowded. But at the heart of family life is relationship with Almighty God and the Holy Family. And so much of the scattering of families today, so much of parents living with strangers in the house, and children living with strangers who are parents, each having their own schedule, and often at the end of the day too exhausted to really do anything. Too many uh, women are out working in the workforce, and uh, children come home, perhaps to an empty house, or they're taken care of after school, or they're being taken care of by uh, television and various computer things, and so on, all unsupervised by adults, mainly by parents, and grandparents increasingly are taking over these uh, obligations once again. And so these are very, very important, crucially important obligations and privileges. It's a privilege, it's a blessing, and a great responsibility that falls to parents and to godparents, grandparents, all who are responsible for the formation of children. It's not simply can they get into college, but the most important thing is will they spend eternity with Almighty God? Will they, will they be accepted into the, the divine school for all eternity? It's a very important responsibility. And in our reading in the book of Deuteronomy, Moses gathers all the people together. And uh, he says to them, I'm going to speak to you the words which the Lord has given to me for your instruction. He says, Hear the statutes and decrees which I am teaching you to observe that you may live and take possession of the land which the Lord your God is going to give you. In other words, they're getting ready to enter the promised land. But the promised land uh, is not simply take possession and that's it and live how, whatever way you want. There are duties and responsibilities that come with this gift, the gift of this land. And therefore I teach you the statutes as the Lord my God has commanded me to tell you that you may observe them and that you may occupy the land in peace. Observe them carefully, for then you will give evidence of your wisdom and intelligence to the nations who will hear of these statues and say, this great nation a truly wise and intelligent people. And parents, when children go out into the larger world, are they able to face the challenges, the temptations that surround children today as never before, especially with all of these computers and things like that, what's seen on television, what uh, comes into them, uh, that affects their mind. It's not simply their stomachs and their nutrition on a physical level. It's the nourishment of their soul. 
that's, that's crucially important, ultimately important, because that's eventually where they will spend the whole of their life for all eternity. And uh, Moses ends by saying, take care and be earnestly on your guard not to forget the things which your own eyes have seen or let them slip from your memory as long as you live. And he ends by saying this, but teach them to your children and to your children's children. But teach them to your children and your children's children. Don't let them pass. Don't let them fade from memory. But let them be a living, essential part of your everyday life. And that is very, very important during the time of Moses. And it is crucially important for us today, given the complexity and the challenges that parents and children and families face today in so many ways, on so many fronts, that parents have to be very vigilant, very vigilant. And grandparents and those who are adults who have responsibilities for the formation of children, it's not simply from the neck up. It's not simply that they get into the college that they want, the high school that they want. But the most important thing, again, is that they enter into the kingdom of God at the end of their earthly existence. And that, that must be a top priority, top priority in the rearing of children. It's not do they have the new car or the latest gadget that comes from technology, the latest fashion clothes or the latest summer vacation. All of those things are very, very secondary compared to the formation of a child's moral and spiritual and religious formation and development, because that will last them for the whole of their earthly life and into eternity. So today we pray, we pray for parents who have a very demanding, demanding responsibility today for teachers that they teach by word and by example those who are entrusted with the religious formation of children and that grandparents also take an active role in preparing children to face a world that is often filled with messages contrary to the gospel, contrary to the teachings of the church, of the Bible, that they are able to live and face those temptations and live faithfully. So we pray for them we pray for the coming and guidance of the Holy Spirit that we truly form not only this generation, but generations to come to know, love, and serve God in this world. And so to be truly blessed and in his presence for all eternity. God bless you.